Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Chip Chats. On today's podcast, I had the lovely pleasure, can't speak today apparently, (laughs) a lovely pleasure of speaking with Daryl Perry. And if you don't know of Daryl Perry, you definitely should. This man, man oh man, got me into podcasts, okay? Uh, The very first episode I was ever on was his podcast, which is at Daryl Perry podcast on Instagram, or you can search anchor or any of your podcast platforms for Daryl, the Daryl Perry podcast. But I could talk to this man for hours. We have so many similarities. He's got such a great mindset. He's doing so much for so many people and it's truly blown me away. I absolutely love every time I have a conversation with this man and I guarantee there will be more of them to come in the future. So hopefully you like this one, which I'm pretty sure and pretty confident that you will. (laughs) On uh, the podcast today, we talked a lot about Instagram, actually. Um, We kind of went into this whole big sidebar of the follow-unfollow movement, uh, the negatives and the positives of Instagram. We touched a bit, a bit, uh, quite a bit on mental health and how important it is to really take care of your brain and the things that we've gone through in life. And it was honestly just such a rewarding awesome conversation. So I hope you're psyched about it because it's definitely going to be one of those ones that you're just sitting there driving in your car or folding your laundry or whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, just nodding your head being like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Because I know I was. And if I was I guarantee some of you are too. Um, There was a lot of shout outs on this podcast as well, because we are totally accepting of it. And uh, he, you know, there's so many great people that don't have a lot of recognition that really should have the recognition. So make sure that you check out a bunch of the people we shouted out along with Daryl, because honestly, the people that I'm surrounding myself with because of this small knit community on Instagram are just truly amazing, positive people that stand for what I stand for. And I yeah, I just can't get enough. So without further ado, here's today's podcast. Please let me know if you like it. Give me any constructive criticism. As always, you can shoot me a DM at any time at at Chelchip, which is always available if you want to have a chat or if you want to check out more about my journey or what have you. I am there. So um, here we go. Let's get this thing started. Enjoy. Daryl, how are you? I'm doing great, Chelsea. How are you? I'm pretty good. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. This feels super weird to have you on the opposite side of me. You know what? I'm, I'm actually enjoying this because I don't have to think of questions. So <laughs> I'm very, I'm like super chill right now. Sweet, because I am like nervous ball of wreck. Just kidding. <laughs> and, and my dog, because I know your dog likes to drink water. My dog decides she wants to eat lunch right now, so. Well, it's funny you say that because I literally waited five minutes until this dog was done drinking water before I called you. <laughs> well, and it's funny. It was. It's funny because like two minutes ago, she was acting like she wanted to go outside. I've I've been in the house. I've been back in the house for like twenty twenty five minutes, and then I'm like, really, two minutes till, and you want to you want to go outside? So uh, yeah, she's she's doing her thing. She could care less what our schedules are like, but. Uh, but yeah, I'm on your podcast. This is nice. Yeah. Okay. So before we go anywhere and I start asking you questions and having a conversation with you, yes. introduce yourself, dear sir. Well, 
My name is Daryl, and you can find me on Instagram. I've got two main accounts, Your Level Fitness. At Your Level Fitness is probably the one I'm on the most. And then for my podcast, which is uh, coincidentally called the Daryl Perry Podcast, you can find the Instagram account for that. That is at Daryl Perry Podcast on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So that's me. And give us a little bit about yourself. Not just, the, not just the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So instead of just saying, guys, listen to the podcast and you'll find out all about me, uh, I will tell you that I have a professional background, both as a personal trainer and also kind of all things marketing and sales. So um, what you find for me is kind of a mix of the two. Now, kind of the biggest thing that set, what sets me apart from most folks in the weight loss community is I haven't really dieted probably, uh, probably since 2012. I've been living that maintenance lifestyle. And then uh, as an individual, what probably sets me apart is I was born three months premature, have a very noticeable case of cerebral palsy, but with the wonderful internet age that we all live in, you would never know that uh, from my had, life. So Yeah, I had no idea you had cerebral palsy. Yeah. And so, speaking of well, dogs, I'm excited by it too. <laughs> shush shush they're probably barking at like some random person walking down the street you, need, this is real you, to, you seriously need to tell your production assistant to calm down my dog and my dog looked back for like half a second now she doesn't care because she thought at first it was a dog outside now, now she's gonna be taken <laughs> all good these are like the barkiest dogs possible so i'm not surprised that they're, they're, just, they're just doing their job it's all good <laughs> there's a stranger there's a stranger That's right. <laughs> okay so the first question i'm asking okay. on my podcast is yes. a very serious question you need to take this super seriously i'm yeah. sitting down is that a good thing yes 100 <laughs> percent. okay answer quickly if you were a type of chip, what chip would you be and why? Super serious. I would be a Grippo's barbecue potato chip. Now, for those of you that live outside of the Southwest Ohio, Northern Kentucky area, Grippo's probably doesn't mean a single thing to you. Uh, no, I have no idea what Grippo's. Yeah, <laughs> they are these super spicy barbecue chips. And the best thing, like you can buy bags of them, but if you get the big like three pound box. They put so much barbecue seasoning that you can shake up the box, get all kinds of seasoning all over. And then if you make it towards the bottom of the, of the box, they're the hottest chips that you would ever, ever, ever consume. So that's me. I'm the hottest fitness person, marketing person that you will ever consume. I love it. We're strictly talking, it. we're talking about barbecue seasoning here. I am, I am the hottest <laughs> chip that you will ever consume. That sounds like a delicious chip, and I want to try it. <laughs> so, we have all these beer flavors in Canada, so. <laughs> and it was, it's funny, like, I would be like, yeah, let's send a sample, but they probably would get held up in customs, because I know sometimes when you do shipments from the U.S. to Canada, it's like you've got to declare stuff. And declaring, oh, yeah. chips, declaring chips would probably be kind of tricky, but yeah. So what kind of chip are you, Chelsea? For me? Yeah. Salt and vinegar all the way. Any particular reason? Like, are you extra salty? One, I just love salt and vinegar because it's like my go-to. But also just that, that like hidden tart, like 
yeah, yummy. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and, is this because I was listening to the podcast that you and your husband did and you talking yeah. about like the random noises that you just make? Is that like one of your random noises? Oh, yeah, that's definitely one of my. <laughs> It's not as good as the like answering the phone, like, but you know. <laughs> okay, so yes. I want to take some time today to talk about mostly I'm, I'm talking about Instagram and like the, um, you know, like some of the negatives, the pet peeves, the things like that, but also okay. talking about like how to the most important points that we want for like connecting with our followers. Cause I know you and me both are very big with like, building relationships with the people who we're talking to. So we talk about a bit about that and stuff too. So hopefully you're cool with that. I have. Yeah. There's, there's not a single question that you could ask me that is off the table. You can ask me whatever you want and I'm happy to answer. Daryl, don't give me a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I have you on. Ooh. <laughs> right. yeah. You got to get a pair of those, those second tier questions. I get it. <laughs> okay. So let's start with um, talking about, some of the negative things that we find on Instagram, because um, it's very easy to kind of get sucked into really valuing the numbers too much, I feel like, and a lot of people take things a little too seriously. So like, what are, what are some things that that really stand out to you about the negative side of Instagram? Um, there's always a I think, and I think if we're honest with ourselves, I think we all have done this to some extent and we catch ourselves continuing to do this. But just, you know, posting for attention um, and because, you know, the attention drives likes and it, it drives followers. And as much as we want to say that, and, and it is true that it's about the quality of connections versus the quantity, it is very easy for us all to fall into it because, you know, that's really what, that's really what, um, that, that's what people see first. They see how many people follow you. And like, it's really funny because you could have somebody that has a very small following on Instagram, you know, maybe instead of being on, so well, not even maybe instead of being on social media, they've gone to college, they've gotten advanced training. You will have people with master's degrees in nutrition and exercise science that only have a couple hundred followers yet. You'll have somebody that has hit the algorithm right on Instagram has millions of followers and that person is looked at as more of a weight loss expert than the person that actually went to school for it. Now, you know, part of that is it's, it's just the world we live in now and uh, social proof, which is what all that fancy way of calling like your follower counts and all that is, is something that is very real, but that is the negative side. And, and, you know, probably the most straightforward answer to anybody that's listening that is trying to grow their Instagram account, which is probably a lot of folks that are listening is that, if you continue to put out what your true story is, whether it's weight loss, whether you're starting a business, whether you're, um, you know, just you have an interest in like, I don't know, um, Fraggle Rock from the 1980s, like whatever interests you continue to post about that, because if you do, you're eventually going to connect with with people that like the same stuff. And that's that's where the real community. Oh yeah. Like finding the right people, finding it's, it's hard, especially when you see that numbers start to grow a little bit when you're gaining more and more people, it's hard not to get sucked in. I find anyway, to like, just trying to give the people what they want instead of really taking the time to enjoy what you're doing and enjoy who you're connecting with and 
just have fun with it. And then it becomes this like depressing because all of a sudden you're like, why am I not growing anymore? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're not really showing your true self, right? Well, and what I found with it, there is no rhyme or reason. You know, there's, and all of us, I think, have hit that algorithm right to a certain extent. And then as soon as we do it, we're automatically thinking for our next post, we're like, okay, what did we do? What time did we post it? How did we write the caption? Did we use an app that allows us to put the line breaks in? Because Instagram by itself doesn't allow you to do that. Like, so we try to replicate it. And then, that's right. And then, uh, does that mean now? Does that mean laundry's done, or does that mean I'm done with that question? Because that would be awesome if that's like a button for me to wrap answer. Up. That means that this is the third time I've ever recorded a podcast, and I forgot to put my phone on silent. That's what that's that means. <laughs> I actually, and I had a, I had a, a Facebook notification that I have. I have two phones, by the way. I have one that is my business phone and then i have one that is my personal phone and i have the one that i'm talking to you on on silent but my other one not so much so i just got a notification so yeah we're we're learning we're figuring this out um as as we go along so it's all good (laughs) (laughs) okay so i know my my internal we've kind of chatted about this my biggest pet peeve but i'm kind of curious as to what you see as your biggest pet peeve and if it's kind of similar to what my biggest pet peeve is about Instagram. My biggest pet peeve on Instagram is the people that do the follow unfollow. And I will tell you guys, I I have an app that I spend, I think. I have a, I have an app that I pay like 20 bucks a year for. And it allows me to see, um, you know, who follows and unfollows me. And there's some like advanced analytic things. Like I could see who my most interactive followers are, but I, I really, if I'm on there, I'm refreshing it to see who the follow and follow is. And if somebody follows me, cause I'm, I'm so much about the conversation in direct message and comments. Like anytime somebody follows me, if it looks like, a legit person, I will like, I send them a, a, a voice memo right away. Like I want to start a conversation. I realize most people aren't going to, going to do that, but like, they're not going to respond to that. Cause you know, the voice memo thing is still kind of new, but like, so I just got a notification when I was looking at it this morning and I saw that this person like that I did, that they did not follow me back. And it was somebody that I remember seeing. Cause I remember I had sent them a, a voice memo on uh, it was it was Wednesday because so I, I went into the profile saw that this person saw the the voice memo that I sent them and then they just instead of replying they just unfollowed me because they were all about they were all about that follow number that's what it yeah. was. so yeah be on don't be on don't play the follow unfollow game that's what irks me the most. It honestly drives me crazy because if you think about it, I'm like, how is this supportive in any way? All you're doing is showing that you want to gain numbers and that's all that's important to you. Like, what, what does it matter if your following number is bigger than your follower number? It doesn't, it really doesn't. And uh, I, like, I, I do the same thing with, as you do with someone follows me and I look at their profile and they're say on a weight loss journey, or they seem like just a legit individual. Um, most of the time I will, I will follow them back. And it, it's sad that we kind of live in this mentality where a lot of the time I'll look at the numbers and I'll see, okay, where are they sitting at? 
what is their profile like? Because a lot of the time, these profiles that follow and unfollow are all very similar, high profile kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you sit there and it's almost like I have this internal fear in me too, that when I'm going and I'm following people, because I often do like look out into my like suggested yeah. people to follow or whatever and go through and follow weight loss accounts and stuff, especially because I really like to obviously connect with these people, right? To having this feeling deep down, like these people are looking at my profile and seeing that, okay, she has almost 2000 followers or whatever. So maybe it's just a follow on follow kind of scenario. And it's so hard to live with that because I don't want people to feel that way. You know what I mean? Like it really bothers me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, and it's funny because the way, um, so my, my account right now, I've got like, I'm over 2000, I got like 2200 and the way that I grew and which by the way, like I think most legit and like most real people, like real people, we're talking real people just having an Instagram account. I, I think if you have 500 real followers, you're probably, you have a bigger account than probably nine, 18, 19 out of 20 people then. But like what we all see are the, these celebrities, either traditional celebrities or internet celebrities that have these massive numbers. And that starts this whole silly, like comparison trap type thing. So, you know, that, that's, the, that's oh, yeah. you get in this mindset where you're just like, I'm not as good as other people. Well, Maybe I, my message is the right message because I'm not getting the same attention. And then I don't know how many times I've caught myself in that loop. Like, hold on a minute. It doesn't matter how well, many people it the conversations that I'm having individually with these people, and, right? And what, but and see what happened is for like the for the longest time, the way that I grew, like probably from a couple hundred to where um, to to about fourteen hundred, was that I was just going through the weight loss journey hashtag, looking at most recent posts, and I was just commenting. And if somebody would would comment, I would if they would reply to my comment, then I would go back through their feed. And I would look at posts that interest me. I would love if I found something that was not weight loss related, but something else that I really liked. Like there are so many people that I've become friends with because of Star Wars. So like if I'm scrolling through and I see somebody has a Star Wars post, that's what I'm com- I'm commenting on. And so like, and then if I'm like, if I'm three comments in, I will go ahead and follow the person. Now the funny part is, is you could and the whole thing with my account, like I mentioned that I do the fitness coaching, all the information I use with my clients, I just put out on Instagram and all over social media because in 2019, information is free. You can find it on the internet. If you can use what I use with my clients on your own and be successful, more power to you. But what I found when I was trying to like, when I was getting involved in the community like this is you could literally start a conversation with somebody, reply to something that has nothing to do with fitness that they are clearly interested in and then follow them. And most people I think are so scared that you're going to unfollow them or that you're going to spam their DM that they will not follow you back. So like, Oh yeah. yeah I mean, so much. So it's just like, so, but as far as like making actual connections with people, it's, it's a very tedious process, but that's also what makes social media and Instagram so great because when you do co- you know, click with somebody and connect with them. It's like you and I, I mean, we've been talking for what, maybe four weeks now. And here we are like having a, having a regular conversation that other people can listen to. It's awesome. It's, it's so crazy to me. And like, 
Yeah, it hasn't been that long because it was whenever you first had Stacy on your podcast that I discovered you. Yes. <laughs> and then I like I followed you and then it just kind of went from there. <laughs> so, sidebar, so sidebar, if you're listening, you're the reason for all of this. You are the reason that, that Chelsea and I started talking via DM. You're the reason that she came on my podcast and you're the reason for this conversation we're having right now. Thanks, Stacey. See there was there was like a meant to be moment because I got her into bouldering and she got me into like this whole podcast yeah. life. So <laughs> I've just like big mentality lately, and I've been talking a lot to my husband about like just how more and more I'm starting to believe that things happen for a reason. And I had never really been that person to be like that, but like throughout life, I'm like even the super negative, horribly depressing moments in my life there's always been something good to come out of that, that like it has caused me to grow in such a way to be a better person here or to do something different here or to realize my worth or what, what have so, you, there's always here's something. a really cool thing. I, I agree with you. Now, how old are you? Me? Yes. I am turning 29. Here's what I love about that. I was well past 30 when I figured that out and you're years ahead. So like I'm, I'm 37 now and I've really been kind of in, in this whole space of like putting positivity out there, but like putting it out there because it's how I operate in my day-to-day life now um, that, but it took me so many years to figure it out. And like the other thing that's cool when I, when I talk to people on Instagram, cause it's funny when they're like, Oh, I'm going to be 30. My life is over. And everybody probably yep. tells you the same thing. Your thirties are much more enjoyable than your twenties, but you, you, my friend have been taking the advanced course and you're already ahead of so many people. And it's funny because you're not the only person who says this. And most of the people who are around my age and who I do have conversations with aren't on the same, like they don't really see the world that way yet. And it's kind of funny. And I just, I chalk it up to just, life experience in general like I've been thrown a lot of crap in my life and it's just grown me to be this person that eventually I just something just changed something just flipped and I'm like you know what I I can I can only be in charge of myself and my happiness so it's time to just do it (laughs) like just as as weird as that sounds like it, it just takes time for you to really realize. I think we talked about this on your podcast too when I was on, but just to really realize your worth and that you are able to decide if you're happy or not. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and it's funny because when you really start to dive into this stuff, it sounds so hokey, so cliche and just so like out there or as what so, I heard somebody say on a, a podcast, actually on the Gary Cantrell podcast this past week, um, where it was, um, you know, like, I'm going to go granola on you. You know what? Gran- going granola is that there's a lot of truth to it. All this hokiness, all this positivity, all this, you know, happy stuff. It is, I, I mean, it's the absolute truth and it's cliche because there is actual truth to it. So, but yeah, you. I think a lot of it too, I think comes with patience because, you know, at the beginning when you're trying to shift that, mindset and get out of a negative mindset you know it's not going to be perfect it's not like all of a sudden it's going to be okay and everything's going to be grand and you're just going to forget about being negative and like it took 
a, like a year and a half, if not more for me to really be able to grasp it. And even then I still have days every once in a while where the negative just kind of so takes this, over. This is right. An interesting point. And I'm before I, I respond to that, cause I, I think I've got something that I hope is going to help some folks like, okay. So I mentioned Gary Cantrell's podcast. I like to do little shout outs for people on podcasts without telling them so that I can find <laughs> out who's listening. So the, so it was his podcast from this week. That's at Gary Cantrell on Instagram. And he was talking to Christy and that is at Christy imagine Christy at Christy reimagined on Instagram. So check that episode out. But, you know, with what you're saying about it, it took some time to really get that mindset. Um, I did something in the springtime where I was like, you know what? Cause everybody complains about, uh, not everybody, a lot of people complain about all the negativity on social media. And so I'm like, I know there's some, I, there has to be, 10 or so people that are really, really positive. And I'm just going to like, I'm going to tag them and I'm going to call them my positivity ninjas. And I did that for a few uh, posts, like a few stories. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just pin them in my story, but then I'm going to like or put them in my story, but I'm going to pin that to my profile and call them the positivity ninjas. And it's so funny because the people that you think are the most positive all messaged me and said the same thing. They're like, this is not me. Like I, I still struggle with this. And I think just because you have that positive, like you're, you're, you have a positive mindset doesn't mean that you're not struggling with this stuff, that you don't have negative thoughts, that you don't have days or weeks where you're just completely upset about, um, you know, everything that's, that's going on. And, you know, but, but the whole thing is, is you're, you're trying to pull yourself out of that mindset. And if you go through a week long stretch or maybe the first week, I don't know, you got upset 15 times. And then the next week you got upset 13 times and you went down a little yep. bit. Then you had a week where you were like upset 20 times, but then you brought it back down. I mean, you're just, you're aware and you're trying to be better about it. That's really the only, that's what it takes to be a more positive person. That's it. For sure. And, you know, like I definitely went through exactly what you said and agreed wholeheartedly because I'll get messages all the time too from people who were having conversations or whatever. And I express how I'm, I'm not feeling the greatest or I'm having a hard time or what, and they're just like blown away, especially people at work, because I do this thing when I go into my climbing gym and it's like you walk through the doors and everything you hold on to like disappears, goes up in the air. They made this comment to my husband last night, actually, because he came and was hanging out with me at the gym for a little bit during my shift. And I said, you know, it's kind of funny because I have a job where instead of leaving my work at the door when I go home, I leave my drama from my home life at the door when I go to work. I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> so people at work are always like when I express that I'm having a hard time or whatever which doesn't really happen because usually I just like leave it and I'm totally bubbly and what have you but they almost are like so surprised because they expect it that like oh you're so happy though like aren't you just a happy person all the time like well no I'm, I'm human <laughs> I have bad days too <laughs> and I'm still learning nobody's going to be this perfect positive person that's, that's so true and i'll tell you what that's the other place where direct message is such a great place because you can on on social media because you can have you can have more of a individualized 
you know, conversation, you have more context for what's going on and then you can actually help each other through things. Now, when I say that help each other through things, um, I'm a big advocate of mental health. And if you are struggling with depression or anxiety or anything similar that, you know, try to go through the professional channels that you have access to, if you're even in the slightest bit thinking that you're depressed, because there are some people I've found that are just like, you know, anytime that you need to be uh, uplifted, come to my account. I'm like, no, one, uh, don't do that. Seek the help of a professional. And I, I think that's a big thing that, you know, mental health is getting, it's becoming more and more accepted, but we're not where we need to be with it. Um, we all struggle with yep. things. And if you're on the fence with talking to a professional, absolutely go and do it. Oh, good. Well, yeah. A hundred percent. And, you know, I, I, when I was at my lowest of low point, mm-hmm. I did like, I, for a long time leading up to that point, I tried to rely on friends and tried to have conversations with friends, but it's not fully going to get you to where you need to be because you don't have that professional guiding you in the right way. So when I was at the bottom of the barrel, I did go see a counselor and it was a lot to wrap your head around because we have such a negative thought process around counseling and seeking help. Right. Um, it's slowly getting better and we are being more accepting of it and it's becoming more prevalent for a lot of people. But at that point in time, this was also like, I don't know, nine, 10 years ago, something like that. It was like, it was a big deal. Like a young me, 20 year old me or whatever, it's going to go seek professional help. Like I'm a crazy person. And it ended up being the best thing that I possibly could have done. It was the most rewarding. She gave me all the right things that I needed. Like it was hundred percent what I needed. And it is very, very important for you to seek that out as well, but definitely like talk to your friends and let them know and be out there and spread it because it, the more people, the better to help you push through it. But well, and there also was, make sure. And there was something where like I, on, on the flip side of it, you know, if, if you think somebody seems upset or that's that they're kind of off or something isn't right, you know, reach out to them, like your friends. I'm not talking about random people on social media. I'm talking about, you know, people that you know pretty well and just, just check on them. And, you know, you don't have to, you're, you don't have to try and fix anything, but just see how they're doing. And again, if they have access to the professional stuff, allow them to, to, you know, go that, you know, to encourage them to, to take that route. Um, I will say, I want you to ever be able to go help, and, get help. And I will say while we're talking about this, because I have not, I don't think I've, if I've mentioned this on my podcast, it's been very brief. It's been a very brief thing, but I have, I'm definitely like an insomniac. There are days where I get three, four hours of sleep. Now I can go like just completely go all day on adrenaline for two or three days in a row like that. And it doesn't bother me. Eventually I usually just end up passing out for, you know, eight or nine hours so I went probably a year or so ago to talk and I talked to my doctor and I said, look, you know, there, there was a time in my life, like when I was um, professionally, I felt very stuck and I would wake up in the middle of the night because at the time I was in sales and the stuff that we were selling, like, I, I felt like I was selling stuff to small businesses and I didn't feel like this, this was like 10 years ago. Um, and yeah. I, I just, I felt very uneasy with some of the stuff that we were selling for the prices we were selling it at. And it made me very anxious. It made me very sad. I felt very stuck professionally. 
I was probably depressed. Now, now I don't, I still have the sleepless nights, but I'm more just like, what'll happen to me is I'll wake up at two or three in the morning and I'll just be ready to start my day. And sometimes, sometimes I just do it. But like, I went and talked to my doctor because I'm like, you know, I'm, there's nights where I just like, I feel like I don't even need to sleep, but then it catches up to me. So she put me on, it's anxiety medicine. And what it is, is it makes you drowsy. And I take it a couple hours um, before I go to bed and it helps me sleep through the night. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you have to, you have to look at your situation and you have to be honest with yourself. And for me, it was like, I can't continue to do this because I don't want to have a heart attack. Like before I'm 45, that would not be good. So. And it's funny because we, we do put very little importance on sleep, but it's like our whole brain's reset. <laughs> it is, it is so, it's so important. And with the stuff that we talk about, like, I feel like the sleep is definitely the glue that holds everything together. So if you're sleeping well, um, you know, you, your, your mood's going to be a little bit better. You're not going to feel as, the thing I noticed, I'm not nearly as hungry when I'm sleep. Like when I sleep well, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I could take it or leave it with food. Um, but, but yeah, it's just, it's one of the, and, and when I say sleep, cause I don't want to be like, like there are so many cliche statements that people will say in health and fitness. Well, you know, you should go to sleep. Doesn't automatically, you should get more sleep. Doesn't necessarily mean seven to nine hours a night. Is that probably best case for everybody if they could do it? Yes. But if you're, and, and you know, if you're a, a, a new parent, you're not going to be sleeping for the next couple of years. Sorry. You're not. You're Catch naps when you can, and I know you're laughing because you you know this very well. Um, I don't know how many times my story was me in bed napping. Okay, exactly. Exactly. So I mean, like, so you know, for you, whatever your situation is as an individual, like maybe you're only getting three or four hours of sleep at night right now. So for that switching from four and a half to five to even six hours is going to seem life changing to you. So everything when it comes to to any of this stuff that we talk about that, that seems like there's big blanket statements. It's all about how can you apply it to the context of your situation as an individual. And it, it's funny too, because you're talking about your insomnia and, your, and I, I also suffer from bad insomnia and have a medication that I take that also goes along with anxiety in the works. Um, but unlike you, like right now I live, a much happier life, but I still wake up and have moments where my brain just like does not shut off. It just, it's like, Oh, hello. It's usually when my husband gets in from like a night shift yeah. or whatever and I walk in at four in the morning and I wake up because he walks in the room and then it's like, I cannot get back to sleep to save my life. <laughs> it's funny because like for me now, because I, 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 from the old like job stuff that I used to deal with versus now I actually like, when I wake up, like I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited. I love the situation I'm in. Like the stuff that I do now that I, I mean, because I have my clients that I work with, I have the, I have people that message me that are not working with me, but they're using the information I put out and they will tell me like, I feel so much better. I'm finally starting to lose weight or the scale's gone up, but my mind is like, I'm in such a better headspace right now. Like when you get those messages and I know you get them too, because you have a lot of one-on-one conversations with people like those, 
you they they just they really make you happy and like so i wake up now i'm like man i wish there were 30 hours in the day so i could get more stuff done but i also know that you know what i'm running on adrenaline i need to sleep so yeah and i'm i'm this and like i have i've always suffered from insomnia but i didn't really recognize that i had insomnia until about two years ago i would say yeah and I would try to do a bunch of like home remedies and melatonin and ZZZ quill or whatever I could find to help me through it because it was like almost unbearable. And, the, you know, the less sleep you get, the more depressed you get, the more your mind gets to you, the more like it was just a big spiral. And I remember like so many, especially in my childhood, where I would have like difficulty getting up and going to school and doing things and just having and living with this negative cloud because well, back then, again, that was like 12 plus years ago, um, having parent, like n- living in an age where it wasn't really accepted and wasn't really understood that well. And not a whole lot of people were like, oh, yeah, I have anxiety and I have insomnia and I have we didn't have those conversations. So there was just a lot of like negativity towards which would just make it even worse yeah. and being like, well, you're only not feeling well and you're only so like this because you haven't got enough sleep. You just need to sleep more. You should be going to bed earlier. And it's like, well, I'm laying there in bed. Nothing's happening. But I've got this checklist of things that I'm doing and it, sometimes it works. And then that's funny. Cause like, and tell me if you, if you've done this, like you'll, you'll do something and then you'll fall asleep and you'll get a good night's rest. And it's, it's, it's actually like hitting that the algorithm on Instagram, like we were talking about earlier, because then the next night you're trying to recreate the whole thing. And then you'll be like, I cannot go to sleep. And it just, it's crazy. I mean, it, it, it messes with your mind and yeah, I mean, it's, there are some times, like sometimes it's not like, we'll just go to bed earlier. It's like when somebody's telling you, well, you know, in, in order to lose weight, you just need to eat less calories than you burn off. Duh. Why can't you get it? It's not that easy. It's all about the Not at all. So. I mean, it's funny because so I had was just recently reading this book that I got for my kids, and it was like all these facts on the human body, and it's going through like how how your organs work, how your bones work, how your like the whole works, right? And every single page was relating back to the brain controls, the brain controls this, the brain controls that, the brain controls this, the brain controls that, and. It's funny because I sat there with my husband and I'm having this conversation with him and I'm like, you know, we put so like so little importance on mental health and sleep and our brain like literally controls our entire body. Every thought, every movement, every it controls it all. Right. But when we look at mental health, we don't give it as much importance as like, some disease or some like something else whereas your your brain is what's controlling you so in reality it should be the first thing we think about and the first thing we try to improve to try and put things where they need to be and make it more accessible you need this sleep because your body your brain needs to reset because it's got like a million things going on (laughs) and 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 i think and, and this is actually this is something, one of the podcast, like one of the few podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis is by a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. If you guys are on Instagram, it's at Gary V and that's at Gary V E E. Um, but he talks about the importance of mental health and that kind of being where all this stuff is going to go. 
because you're absolutely right. Everything is control is is controlled by the brain. And as we go from okay, we want to be physically as healthy as we can possibly be, and we want to just have a better quality of life. And then it's like okay, now mental health, like the the stigma is being lessened by okay, if you if you need therapy, get therapy. If you need medication, you know that's that's prescribed, get medication that's prescribed. I think we're, we're going to then get into that space of what you're talking about, which is, wait, the brain controls everything. Why aren't we just really taking as much precaution to, you know, really take care of our mind? Because if we do that, everything else is just going to fall into place. Oh yeah. And as soon as I started paying more attention to my mindset and paying more attention to everything else fell into place, everything else got easier. Everything else was like it's just easier to handle because my brain was like, okay, I can deal with this. We're more relaxed. We got this. Like, it's fine. It's good. I just wish, you know, what I would like to see, like, I, I wish I could see various brain scans of my brain. Like, what was it like 10 years ago when I was, was really feeling depressed? What's it like now when I wake up, you know, when I'm, I'm wide awake at 2am, like what's, what's going on up there. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, it really is the key to everything. I absolutely believe that. Okay, so let's let's move on here because um, I think that's a really good note to leave yeah, that. Yeah. Great talk on. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. <laughs> it was a good conversation. I like that conversation. Right. Daisy would be proud of our sidebar. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was a really good sidebar. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, you have quite uh, we we already kind of stated this but we have quite the uh connection with our followers and we try really hard to keep those connections and do real things um so what's the most rewarding moment you've had since really putting yourself out there and making those Um, there's there's a couple um there was one friend that i met uh amy gem of the gym G-E-M of the G-Y-M. She and I met because uh, there was a guy who's now back. He, he was away for a while. Now he's back. The Walking Joey. Um, mm-hmm. I guess somebody had made a comment about him because he was, I, I'm not sure what his weight was, but it's like, it was like four or 500 pounds. And somebody basically, you know, left a troll comment. And, but this whole thing kind of caught wind and people were doing hashtag I stand with, with, with Joey and I must have gotten a hold of the hashtag and I see this picture of her flipping off the like the camera so I'm like cool I want to see what this person's about so um, then I did a post on this whole thing on the the I stand with Joey thing and she and I just like started having a conversation on it and that was um, I, we put it in our phone like as a joke like when our Instagram anniversary is and it's I think it's June 19th so but yeah, June 19th, it'll be three years. So um, that was, that was fun. She's been a, a, a great friend of mine. And another one that I've, it was funny because like I would, we talked about how important, you know, engagement and comments and conversations are. And I, um, I will, I would go through and if I hadn't had a conversation with somebody in a while, I will unfollow them. Now there's no set rule, but if it's been like four or five months, and we haven't had a conversation or worse, I've sent you a message. You've seen it. And that was months ago and you never replied. I'm like, well, there's no reason for me to follow you. then. So 
there was, so I was doing this and this, uh, and, and, and this woman, uh, unfollowed me or like I unfollowed her and she messaged me and said, I thought we were like pretty cool. I thought we were pretty good friends. And I messaged her back. I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I said, I'm, I'm here for the conversations and the connections. And, but you and I had like never really had one. So I followed her back and then we started talking and, and have been friends ever since. And that is uh, her username now. She's had a few is tats, cats, and workout stats. So Angie, if you're listening, um, and then I've uh, there's a a client of mine that has just basically she and I met on Instagram about a year or so ago, and she like was just doing stuff on her own, absolutely just like once she got going, she was absolutely crushing it. And then she, um, she got injured. She had plantar fasciitis, which, which is like just a, a really crappy injury to have because the only thing that really uh, heals it is time. And basically while you're going through healing this injury, you test it out. And sometimes you can get through your workouts or get through your activity and it's fine. Other times it flares up and you have to, you know, kind of scale it back and it's a constant trial and error. So she messaged me, I want to say this was back in September. She's like, Hey, are you still doing the coaching? And so we talked about it and, and she ended up starting to work with me. And to this point, and I will, and this is Emily is her name. M is the biggest loser is her handle. And to this point, she has gone from 387 pounds down to 310. And we're That's talking, awesome. yeah, we're, and we're talking since, August or September. I think she had already started before she and I started working together, but she is just like, she's extraordinarily consistent. She works really, really hard. Um, but I mean, there's been a number of, there's been a number of, of people that I've, I've, I've met off Instagram and like, we've actually become legitimate friends. And it's, it's funny because, you know, before doing this podcast today with you, I, I met up with a buddy of mine. I met him off of Instagram you know, like a year ago. And then we met at a restaurant and had, you know, waffles or we were going to go to have waffles. It was this taste of Belgium. They have really good Belgian waffles and, you know, a couple of weight loss dudes. We just ordered salads, but, um, <laughs> but he and I, have, he and I have stayed in contact and it's just been like, you know, you, you just, you connect with people and there's, it's funny. I'm, I'm thinking of a handful of other people. So any of you that listen to this and are like, Hey, I thought we were really good friends message me, tell me, I'm sorry. And I will, I will like message Chelsea and say, Hey, can you tag this person? Cause I forgot to mention them. So there's just, there's just been a lot of, of, of really, really neat people. I, I will say that you are one of the few ones though, that we started having a conversation and then in some period of time, like we have this kind of, you know, dialogue chemistry thing back and forth. Cause I mean, seriously, again, two months ago, we didn't even know each other. No, I had no idea you even existed. Right. <laughs> so again, thanks, Stacy. <laughs> it's it's funny because I like it's very similar for me too. Just the amount of people who like on a day to day basis that I'm like checking in on mm-hmm. and chatting with mm-hmm. and having friendships build out of nothing. I'm like I've never met these people, but I'm like so close to them. <laughs> And I'll be sitting there with Rich and I'm like just expressing or talking about, you know, like Stacy or Chelsea or um, Ashton or like whoever I'm talking to in the moment. 
<laughs> do you do you nickname people from Instagram like you know do you have like like would I be like oh, yeah. fitness Daryl or something yeah I, I do the same thing with my wife like we your podcast <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that I love being known for the podcast um but like um you know my friend my friend Rachel who actually doesn't live that far from me she's like 20 20 30 minutes from me and uh, we got connected because she posted a picture from a from a Cracker Barrel restaurant that's like the one in my town and I commented on I'm like hey that's my Cracker Barrel and you know she's known as Indiana Rachel because that's where she lives so super creative on on the names but, but yeah it's, it's fun <laughs> We all nickname each other. <laughs> it's so true. It's so unbelievable. And I know like so many Stephs and so many like so many repeat names. So all the time I'm like bouldering Stacy or <laughs> Instagram. So, but I, I have to tell you, because you, you mentioned your husband Rich's name. He is forever going to be known by me as Dr. Love Rich. You were telling me about the relationship advice and he said, something about Dr. Love. I'm like, that's what this guy's going to be known as from now on. So we ever meet in person, Rich, you're known as Dr. Love. He thinks he knows. Good for you. (laughs) Speaking of significant others, last question before we wrap it up, because we're we're getting long here. I could talk to you forever, but (laughs) you know, we probably have things that we need to do in our lives. So what is your significant other, Stacey? What does she think of all this craziness on social media and how much presence? She, she gets it. And I will say my wife is very, very supportive. She rolls her eyes when I do like, because I will, I will meme myself. And the yep. reason I do that is I don't want to take a screenshot and like steal somebody else's some, is something and get in Instagram jail. So that's yep. why I started, like, I did, I used to do the Ryan Gosling, hey girl memes, but I did it with my face. And, like, the response was just, it was ridiculous. So she looks at that and she's just like, that's, that's just, she's like, that's just, that it's, it's silly. And, you know, she, she, uh, she, she is not in, she has an Instagram account. She's not on here. She's on Facebook mostly. Um, but yeah, she, she looks at this as she thinks it's neat, the stuff that I'm doing. Um, and I will say, and you can probably attest to this, you have to have a certain level of trust with your partner to be able to have the kinds of conversations because, you know, in, in the whole fitness thing, like most of my clients and most of the people that follow me in general are women. So, you know, you, you definitely set hard boundaries with people and, you know, I've had to. I've had to redirect a couple conversations, but like nothing really all that bad, fortunately. But you know, like she's she's on board with she knows what um she knows what my my intent with everything is. She knows what I'm trying to to build here, and she's very supportive. So, um, but yeah, it's she's she finds oh, and if I because I'll get I'll, it's weird I'll get DMs of like you have such a great voice. Like, and my response is, you should subscribe to my podcast. And I tell her that that's my response when somebody says it, and she just rolls her eyes at me. So, yeah, yeah I, I totally, it's funny because um, Rich is very much the same. Like, at first, she didn't really understand when I first opened my Instagram to the like public. Uh, he yeah. was giving me like 
what are you doing? Like, this is weird. (laughs) (laughs) You're making these connections. Don't you feel weird that these people, like, you don't know that? Like, well, no, like, what, you know, sharing my, find it interesting. They they don't, they don't, but I wanted to put something out there that was different from what I was so used to seeing. And uh, now it's at the point where he's like, you're doing great things. You're helping people. And it's, it's pretty crazy to see how far and how much this has changed since when you first started it like a year and a half ago and like just the difference in me and the difference in whatever. And now it's getting to the point where people randomly try to follow him because he's a pub or a private account. <laughs> so I'm always like, I want to know when someone tries to follow you. Cause I'm just like purely curious. Cause I tag him every once in a while and things. Right. And I'm like, I'm pure, purely curious to see who, who goes over and tries to follow you from my Instagram. Well, you see, and that is one thing, like, I have, as you know, I have multiple Instagram accounts. So I have mm-hmm. the two, the Your Level Fitness, and I have the podcast. And then I have a an account that is just like, if I want to have a traditional fitness account where it's just, hey, here's what I'm eating, here's a workout selfie, and that's, like, all I post. Um, I have one called Fit Daryl that I do. That's F-I-T-D-A-R-Y-L. Uh, But then I have one that is my private account and that's the one like I don't, I just haven't like, since my wife isn't on here, I don't tag her on posts on your level of fitness and you know, our, our teenager um, follow, like he's, he's on Instagram too. And I just like, I, I, I will post family stuff on Facebook, but on Instagram, I don't really do it all that much. So yeah. And it's, it's all, again, like it's what your spouse is comfortable with and what you guys have agreed upon. I mostly just tag him in like pictures or like if I'm calling him out for something like last night, he brought me flowers to work. So I called him out on that. <laughs> Things like that. Um, it's all I tag him in. So it's around that he'll randomly get a request. And then he's like, this is weird. Well played, the yeah, well, played on the, well played on the flowers there, Dr. Love. That's good. I know, right? <laughs> um, and I will say, you know, this this probably breaks podcast etiquette, but what do we care about podcast etiquette? You said how you and I, you said that how you and I could talk for hours about this stuff. I am committed. We can have as many episodes as often as you want. I'm happy to come on and like we can talk about whatever. So I'm totally down. I'm totally down. <laughs> it's just so easy to talk to slash to have conversations because we're. Think alike. We talk. I don't know. There's just a connection here. <laughs> there is. Yes, it works. And and you know we can say that now because if anybody's still listening to us, like talk almost you know over 50 minutes in, then yeah, we'll we'll give them a little something like that. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Daryl, thanks so much for coming on. Um, is there like any little last piece of advice or anything that you want to fit in right before we close? Um. Probably the best, pl- what I will say is that any of you guys that want to come uh, and follow me, follow me and or DM me, I will absolutely follow you back and we will have conversations. So the, the best account for that, again, is at your level fitness. Uh, but other than that, no, I, I think we pretty much covered everything. Sweet deal. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Bye. Have a good day. <laughs>